there and welcome to the Little Yarrow podcast. My name is Kate, I'm a naturopath and postpartum doula here to share with you ancient wisdom for modern mothers. In today's episode we're going to be talking all about how to prevent postpartum hemorrhage. So a postpartum hemorrhage is considered to be more than 500 mils of blood loss after childbirth and it is the leading cause of maternal mortality in the world, particularly in Asia and Africa. It does generally affect about one to five out of a hundred women in the world. So it, it can be quite a terrifying experience. It can be very dangerous. And in this episode, I want to talk about the different things that um, can cause it, the risk factors, things you can try and do to prevent it. And also some remedies you can also um, use postpartum as well. So the main thing to know is that usually um, heavy bleeding will happen after the placenta is delivered. And what we actually want um, once we deliver the placenta is we want to have um, strong and efficient uterine contractions to help to shut off um, the bleeding blood vessels from where the placenta has detached and that's why we get those contractions and that cramping after we give birth so that it can help to um, help the uterus to involute contract back down stop the bleeding so if there is any um, disturbance to this then that can cause excess blood loss so particularly a really common cause of postpartum hemorrhage is uh, poor uterine tone and this can occur because of things like a really long, long um, labor where the uterus is just quite fatigued. Um, It can also um, occur as well due to things like poor poor nutrition during pregnancy. Um, Having, so anemia can also cause, uh, increase the risk of postpartum hemorrhage, which is why making sure that you're being treated uh, during pregnancy if you do have iron deficiency is really important. Um, You can also um, have an increased risk of uh, postpartum hemorrhage as well with any kind of interventions, surgical birth, so things like cesarean and things like uh, instrumental deliveries with forceps and vacuums, Epidurals can also increase the risk of postpartum hemorrhage as well. And this is because it does interfere with your hormonal production. So we need oxytocin to be produced in order to help the uterus contract down. So that's why having as much as possible a stress-free birth and labor, obviously, you know, giving birth can be quite painful and there's lots of tools we can use to try and manage that but if you have quite a traumatic birth um, the stress hormone cortisol can really affect our body's ability to produce oxytocin which can then cause issues um, with the uterus clamping back down and contracting down and stopping bleeding so one of the um, best herbs to use to help with improving that uterine tone and preventing postpartum hemorrhage and you may have heard of it because it's a well-known herb, is red raspberry leaf tea. So many women take uh, raspberry leaf tea usually because they've heard that it can help with um, reducing the length of labor, which is 
it is true but it's not so true in the way that often people think it's true it doesn't tend to reduce the overall um like the second stage uh sorry it doesn't it doesn't reduce like the total time of your first stage of active labor but it does tend to reduce the actual pushing phase um and it also helps with producing, um, reducing, sorry, postpartum hemorrhage because it really strengthens your uterus. So when it comes to that second stage of labor where you're pushing your baby out, your contractions are really strong and efficient and they're helping um, to get your baby out uh, because if you have a sluggish uterine tone, then it'll take more contractions to get your baby out. So it helps in that way. And then once your baby's born, it can help with, um, you know, strong, efficient contractions to help get the placenta out. And then once the placenta is out, it helps to shut off those bleeding blood vessels and to help the uterus to contract and clamp back down to stop excess bleeding. So I always recommend taking two cups of raspberry leaf tea from the second trimester and then three um, in the third trimester. So that's daily. So two cups a day in the second trimester and three cups a day in the third trimester. And then you can also drink it postpartum as well to help with the afterbirth um, pains and helping with the uterus to um, contract back down because you will have um, your uterus take six weeks to contract back down after birth so that can really help with that you can also take a tincture form during pregnancy and postpartum as well which is a liquid herbal preparation so raspberry leaf definitely should be on your list um, for preventing excess bleeding and some other herbs I always like to really recommend are things like shepherd's purse and ladies mantle and yarrow they're three really great herbs that you can take postpartum to help with reducing excessive bleeding so they work as anti-hemorrhagic herbs they're astringent and you can take them in the form of a tea or tablet or tincture so I highly recommend those herbs as well and then you've got um, homeopathic preparations as well so uh, sabina and phosphorus are really good ones to help with postpartum uh, hemorrhage as well so usually um, I sell uh, pregnancy and birth homeopathic kits so usually you would get those remedies with a kit so you've got different remedies for all kinds of things to help with supporting um, birth and postpartum so usually you wouldn't really get them single on their own so uh, I highly recommend using a homeopathic birth kit and I actually might do a separate episode on that because it's a really uh, valuable tool that you can use to support yourself during this time. Now I did mention as well that anemia can increase your risk of postpartum hemorrhage as well. So things you can do in terms of supporting your iron le levels are things like taking nettle tea during pregnancy to really help um, get your iron levels up taking a supplement as well and also making sure you're having lots of iron rich foods um, so things like lean meats and egg if you eat animal products um, if you don't have um, animal products that's fine you can still have um, leafy green vegetables nuts and seeds legumes um, lentils dried apricots um, dried figs also known as prunes um, and 
dates are really good as well. So try and eat all of those foods if you can. Um, and then, yeah, if you're on a plant-based diet, try and focus on more the plant-based options to try and get your iron up alongside the nettle tea and the supplement and making sure that you're also you're supporting your digestion to actually help with absorbing that iron as well because often some women they actually have trouble with absorbing the iron so making sure um, that you're supporting your digestive health as well so simple things like avoid drinking cold drinks while you're eating a meal um, making sure your zinc levels are adequate because that can affect your um, stomach acid you can take things like a little bit of apple cider vinegar or herbal bitters before um, your meals as well or digestive enzymes to help with supporting your stomach acid and digestive enzymes as well um, and so so risk factors for postpartum hemorrhage as I mentioned are things um, like the poor uterine tone which you might notice as well if you have a history of like um, heavy bleeding with your periods or period pain there may be an element of poor uterine tone there as well if you've had um, so multiple births as well so twin pregnancies can increase the risk um, of postpartum bleeding if you've had many previous births as well that can be a factor obesity um, things like um, if you've had a history of postpartum hemorrhage so if you've already had one with previous births you can be more likely to have another one as well um, so yeah making sure that you're on top of your iron levels um, ensuring you're getting enough vitamin k in your diet as well because vitamin k is important for clotting factors so things like leafy green vegetables and making sure that you're having um, you know vitamin k in your prenatal supplement as well and then another really interesting thing um, that I've been reading a lot about lately is there's actually a lot of evidence to show that if you do sustain a um, postpartum hemorrhage, having a small piece of your placenta placed in your mouth, either under your tongue or in your cheek, um, you can chew on it if you want to, actually can help and be really effective at quickly stopping bleeding and the reason for this is because placenta is rich in oxytocin and clotting blood clotting factors so um yeah and it can work really quite fast as well it can be quite effective for immediately helping with that as well so that's something to keep in mind as well um that yeah like that's so animals consume their placenta straight after birth so it's quite different so in the west some people like to consume their plant placenta by getting it made into pills and taking it every day over um, a longer period of time but animals don't do that they just eat it in one go straight after the birth and it's interesting because you don't tend to hear about animals having a you know postpartum hemorrhage and a lot of studies are starting to think perhaps it's because of the the hormones and the blood clotting factors within the placenta that can help to quickly um, shut off those bleeding blood vessels and help the uterus to clamp back down. So that's something um, very interesting and worth looking into as well. So homeopathic remedies, herbal remedies, just to recap on those, was the nettle leaf, raspberry leaf, 
Shepherd's Purse, Yarrow and Lady's Mantle. Um, and then making sure that your iron levels are good and then trying to ensure that you're having, if possible, an intervention-free birth ideally um, because the use of, uh, you know, caesarean and epidurals and instrumental deliveries can um, affect your hormones and can increase the risk. So if possible, trying trying to avoid that um, but yeah, there's some things that you can do to try and help prevent and treat postpartum hemorrhage. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode.